Hey everybody, what is up? And welcome back to another episode of the Halo Hot Corner Podcast brought to you by AJR Media as usual. This is going to be our first Friday episode and we will continue to post two episodes a week to keep you Halo fans up to date. Friday's episodes will be a little bit shorter than usual, a little bit shorter than the Tuesday episodes. Friday episodes will cover Tuesday through Thursday's games, insight for the rest of the week, some topics, some news, transactions if there are any. And of course, the mailbag at the end of the day. Tuesday's episodes will recap the second half of the week in Halo's action and news, but will also contain the minor league reports, players of the week, and such, the normal stuff that I do. But let's just take a second right off the bat. Let's let's just realize what kind of baseball the Angels are playing right now. We're winning games, winning series, chasing down the 500 mark, young guys getting the job done. Right now is the first time in a while I can honestly say it's a good time to be a Halo fan. With that being said, we have a great show ahead of you Halo fans today. We will cover our normal bases, recap the last few days of Halo action, quick look ahead of what the Angels have to come. We'll cover Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, or as some people are even calling the new California Bash Brothers. Throw some draft news in there. I'll cover the mailbag that fans have sent into the show. Remember, you can always DM me on Twitter or Instagram at Halo Hot Corner with any questions, and I'll be able to answer them right here on the show, rapid fire style. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get right into it. As of Friday, June 7th, today, the Angels are 30-33, and 12.5 back of the first place Astros, 3.5 back of that elusive second American League wildcard spot. Angels are posting a TMERA right now of 5.03 and have a team batting average of .258, which is good for 12th and 5th place in the American League, respectfully. Angels started and finished up a three-game set over the last three days with uh, the Athletics since Tuesday, trying to continue their streak to three straight series wins. Game one of the set of three with the Athletics showcased the Angels' young ace, Griffin Canning, up against Frankie Montas, who ha- who's had some success this season. Chris Davis got the scoring, started right away with an RBI double in the third inning, driving in Matt Chapman. Steven Piscotty followed with an RBI sack fly of his own, driving in Matt Olson on that one. Flash to the top of the sixth inning, Ramon Laureano hits a two-run home run off of the ace, Griffin Canning, to put the A's up 4-0. Angels' bats were awfully quiet that night. Shohei Otani did belt a two-run home run to center to bring the Angels within two. That brings us to our final score of four two bad guys. Canning takes the loss in this one. Pitching six complete, giving up seven hits, four and runs, striking out eight. Montes improves to seven and two on the season after throwing six, giving up only the two runs, striking out three. But Cody Allen has continued to progress. He threw another shutout inning in this one. Allen, Garcia, and Robles all combined for three hitless innings to end this game. Game two of the series had an opener for the Angels as Bedrosian was followed up by Felix Pena. Pena struggled heavily in this one. Pena would only go one and two-thirds inning, pitching in on only the third inning, but gave up seven earned runs on eight hits. It was a heavy bullpen day, which is never good for the Angels, making Thursday's game even that much more difficult. The Angels were down by a score of seven to one in the third inning, but the Angels would score four in the third to come back within two. Fourth inning comes around. Angels tech on three more leading the game at this point at 8-7, coming back from that 7-1 deficit. The game would be quiet until the 8th inning when the Angels' bullpen lets the game slip once again, allowing two runs, and the Athletics take the lead 9-8. Angels tack on one more. It's now 9-9. Bottom nine comes around. Brian Goodwin gets the big hit. He gets a single with two outs before, and then promptly steals second base. Unlikely hero in this one, Dustin Garneau, hits a long fly ball, misplayed by Robbie Grossman perhaps. Uh, it was a warning track shot. Robbie Grossman had a long way to run. Uh, a little bit too far left. Overplayed it. Couldn't reach back and grab the ball. It drops. Bounces over the wall. 
Brian Goodwin scores on the ground rule double. Halos win this one in walk-off fashion, 10-9. Otani hit home run number 5. Listella picked up number 13. Trout belts number 15. Six Angels pick up RBIs in this one. Otani had four, along with Trout's two RBIs. Game three of the series featured the lefty Tyler Skaggs up against Mike Fires for the Athletics. Skaggs would get himself into pitch count trouble early. He was at 40 pitches in, I believe, the second inning. Skaggs would only make it through four innings in this one, giving up five earned runs, striking out four. Fires was on it tonight. Pitched six complete innings, only giving up three earned runs, and a long home run to Mike Trout, number 16 on the season. Angels lose this one, unfortunately, which was it was pretty much all A's from the gate by a score of 7-4. to four. One shining spot, however, Jaime Berria. Uh, he did come in in relief for Skaggs. He pitched very, very well over his five innings. Gave up one run on three hits, punching out six. That's always a great sign. He did have a pretty solid rookie campaign. Seems to be the afterthought in the dust. I'll get into that a little bit more later in the mailbag. I believe somebody asked a question about that. But uh, very good to see Jaime Barrio back. Hopefully he gets a shot at the rotation again. Like I said, he had a very, very impressive rookie season. Halos will begin a weekend series with the Mariners beginning tonight. Uh, Marco Gonzalez is going to go for the M's, who the Angels beat up in their last outing. And Andrew Heaney will get the ball for the Halos. All right, now into a little bit of news. Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, or Troutani, as some people have been calling them, have been quote-unquote slumps as of late. Otani really never left spring training for him due to the fact that he missed all of spring training in the beginning of the part of the season. Trout was quote-unquote slumping by his standards, but was still the top three AL MVP candidate up to this point of the season. But uh, good good news, everybody, and they've seemed to bust through this quote-unquote slump. The new Bash Brothers have been ripping the cover off the ball, even at one point going for back-to-back home runs. Trout in his last eight games is slashing 370, 541, and 741, while hitting three long balls and carrying nine RBIs. Otani slashing 294, 375, and 559, hitting three long balls in the process, picking up 11 RBIs of his own. If these two can really figure it out and get back into their normal strides, add Simba, add Justin Upton, this lineup will be a lineup that I can believe can, can contend for an AL wildcard spot. This is a lineup that can score runs 1 through 9 at any point in the game. They came back 7-1 versus the A's. Uh, that really showcased that capability. Uh, that also just happens to be the game that Otani and Trout went back-to-back. Glad to see Otani is exiting his quote-unquote spring training mode. Uh, I think with these last games in Oakland, it actually wrapped up what would have been the length of a spring training stint for him. It's it's always good to see the best player in baseball locked in. Angels are starting to win games. Not quite at that 500 mark yet like everybody seems to want them to be, but we're, we're getting there. This is a lineup that can do some damage. They just need the mediocre pitching to get by, which they've struggled to get. But over this last week, it has improved a lot with the starting pitching. It's a, it's a good sign, Angel fans. Let's keep faith. I, I believe we got this. Also, this past week, we had the Major League Baseball draft for 2019. Angels selected 40 new faces to join the Angels program. Uh, right now, I'll, I'll just cover the top three. And uh, I'll just give a quick positional breakdown on the other 37 picks. Angels had the uh, 15th pick of round one. They selected shortstop Will Wilson from North Carolina State University. His career at NC State, he hit 321, 39 homers, 157 RBIs. Wilson, uh, like I said, was drafted as a shortstop, has plus power. So initially my thought that he was going to be a shortstop converted to second base due to his power, due to Andrelton Simmons at the position. But the Angels have announced that they plan to develop him as a pure shortstop. So I'm not sure, not too sure what uh, Epler's looking at. Is he looking at like Simmons not being long-term? 
develop him at shortstop, move him to second base in the future. Uh, nothing is really certain until they really get to the big league level anyway. Uh, in the second round, Angel selected another shortstop in Kyron Paris out of Freedom High School in Oakley, California. He's a little bit more of your traditional shortstop, hitting 321 in 91 games, two homers and 34 RBIs out of high school. Uh, he's a he's a plus defender. He's young, plenty of upside. Uh, like I said, the more of the traditional shortstop. He's a, a little bit younger than Wilson is. He Wilson was a junior in high or excuse me college when he was drafted. Paris is going to be straight out of high school. In the third round, Angels started a trend of taking pitchers by starting with Jack Kochanowitz. Kochanowitz is a tall, lanky right-hander. He's six six, two twenty from Harriton High School in Pennsylvania. His fastball clocks in at about 94 miles an hour, and he's already agreed to sign with the Angels. He's going to skip out on going to college in Virginia. Angels are in desperate, desperate need for anything pitching in general, whether it's starting, whether it's bullpen. The Angels need them. They really showed. Kochanowicz was the first of 14 pitchers selected by the Angels and 18 of 19 straight. Uh, just a quick breakdown. The Angels selected two catchers, five shortstops, five outfielders, and 28 pitchers. Shows you that Epler, Epler in the front stat or the front of the office knows that uh, these these angels need pitchers. Uh, I'm glad they actually turned around, and did something about it. Say what you want about Epler, but his boys seem to know what they're doing. He's turned this farm system around that Jerry Depoto depleted. So uh, hopefully this draft class pans out the way they're supposed to. Future's looking bright, if you ask me. All right, so let's get into this mailbag. Let me pull out my DMs on Twitter real quick, and we uh, I know we did have a couple questions sent in this week. So here, Twitter. All right, so the first one is sent in from Jake Smoltz, and it says, Why has Jamie Barria almost been an afterthought despite last year's impressive rookie season? Uh, great question. To be real, I'm not really sure. I really liked what Jaime Barria did last season, like I said earlier. Uh, he was great. I didn't really hear a bunch about him coming into this season, which had really lost me, being that the Angels needed need better pitching, and he was one of the better pitchers last year in his rookie year. Uh, I thought he had a solid and impressive rookie season. For him to be kind of lost in the dust, I just didn't understand. Angels have ran plenty of arms out there without much success, even in the absence of starting pitching, and Barrio really hasn't gotten the chance that I believe he deserves. He's been optioned up and down quite a bit, but I do think last night's appearance will solidify the case for him. Like I said, he did throw five innings to end last night's game in a game that the Angels truly needed help out of the pen. He only gave up the one run. He struck out six. He, he's a solid starting pitcher that can, could succeed greatly in a three to five spot in the rotation. I just, I just guess he needs that other chance again. Uh, great question, Jake. Thanks for the DM. The next one comes from at Ocorral29, and it reads, Will the Angels think about playing Cole Calhoun at first base once Upton comes back? And when is com Upton coming back anyway? Uh, this question is clearly a few days old. News broke that Justin Upton will be starting his rehab assignment with the IE 66ers tonight. He's been facing live pitching uh, starting yesterday. Uh, I think I believe he hit in a simulated game yesterday. He got something like eight at-bats. He smacked two homers. But uh, he will be starting tonight for the 66ers. I'll be sure to provide updates on that via Twitter. As far as Cole playing first base when Upton comes back, I, I honestly don't think that will happen. And the reason I don't think that will happen is because Cole isn't leaving right field. I think Upton, Trout, and Cole will be your starting outfield when Upton does come back. Goodwin will unfortunately be pushed to a fourth outfielder. Fletcher won't get any left field time and will play the infield. Things will get a little bit messy when Kozar comes back. Do you play the guy with the contract? Do you play guys that are making the wins? Fletcher, Listella. Personally, I think an infield of Listella, Fletch, and Simmons is ideal. 
Cozart has openly admitted the shoulder's an issue since he had the surgery. It's not allowing him to swing to his full potential. It feels stiff. It's bugging him. Uh, but that's that's neither here nor there. Back to your question. Sorry, I do not believe Cole will be at first base because he'll still be in right field. I can see him getting a day at first base versus a right-handed pitcher every once in a while. Maybe you know Pool's getting a day break. We'll put Lefty Calhoun at first. We'll put Lefty Gal or Goodwin in right. Uh, but other than that, I don't. I don't believe we'll see him there at first base. His glove is just too important to lose in the right field. Goodwin has been great, but unfortunately, like I said, he's going to be the odd man out in this one. Uh, once again, great question. Thanks for writing in. Remember, you guys can always DM me your questions at Halo Hot Corner. I'll read them rapid fire style right here on the show. Uh, I'll, I post tweets pretty often now asking for you guys to dm me and you guys, you guys are hitting it up and i appreciate that uh so with that that'll do it for today's show as always i thank you for tuning in to the halo hot corner podcast make sure you guys are tuning in every tuesday and friday keep up to date on all angels news and hot topics continue to send your dms in i'll read them right here on the show thanks for listening shout out to jeffrey trout who is mike trout's dad he followed us on twitter we made it people let's get mike to do the to follow the show next i appreciate all you guys let's keep the show growing and i'll see you guys tuesday and as always go halos